المعذون سبحان ربك رب العزة أما يشفون وسلاما على المرسلين والحمد لله رب العالمين اللهم سمي على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد وبارك One of the many benefits of the path of Tasawuf and Tazkiyah is it helps the person overcome a disease that they have in their heart. There are some spiritual diseases that are haram, means prohibited in Sharia, and there are some spiritual diseases that may not strictly be haram. But if we have that disease in us, It prevents us from making ourselves more pleasing to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So there, in essence, you can say two parts to this path of tasawwuf. One is to rid yourself of everything that makes you displeasing to Allah ta'ala. But then the second is the struggle to make oneself more pleasing to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So one of those diseases that a lot of us have a lot of the time with a lot of intensity It's called laziness. Now, strictly speaking, being lazy isn't haram. But being lazy can be crippling for our spirituality. And a person oftentimes becomes lazy due to their environment and surroundings. A few of our friends, they were writing us and because it's quote-unquote holiday season that they're finding themselves lazy in their zikr, lazy in salah, lazy in ibadah, lazy in ilm, lazy in deen. For some people, if it's winter time, and because it's cold, the weather is cold, it makes them become lazy in deen. Actually, all of this is just excuses of our nafs. That the nafs was just waiting for some escape, some loophole, some opportunity for it to become lazy. That is why Mashaik is stressed so much that in this day and age, because Shaitan and the dunya and makhluk and creation and media have made so many outlets for us to be lazy. For example, surfing the internet, a person can surf the internet for hours and hours. Sometimes a person has a day off or it's a weekend and that's all they do. They wake up. And they have their breakfast and they sit on the desk and they're on the screen all day and all night. They're not working, they're just surfing. And before the internet was impossible. What could a person do sitting at home? If they wanted to be lazy, if they wanted to be productive, there are many things they could do. But if they wanted to be lazy, there was nothing that they could really do. So they'd have to find some way. But now in this day and age, it's so easy to be lazy. That's why our Mashaik stress in this day and age is even more important for a person to be bare to shaykh, to be in full slut, to have sohbah, to constantly be pushing themselves in good company, good gathering, good advice. Otherwise, for many of us, in fact, laziness becomes the default. You would think that, no, no, I'm good, hardworking is my default. Every now and then I become lazy. No. For a lot of people, being lazy has become their default position they'll automatically go into lazy mode unless there's something there that applies pressure to shake them and take them out of it. It might be <coughs> some down, might be a program, might be umrah, might be studying ill, might be ill class, 
need something to shake you out of that laziness. And so many people have become so deeply mired in this disease of laziness that unless they have a schedule which is constantly keeping them busy, the second they are free, they will become lazy. But it's very different from what Allah Ta'ala told us in Quran. That as soon as you become free, you should turn to Allah Ta'ala in longing. You should be firm and steadfast. So we are not able to do amal on that word. Sun-sub. We're not able, we don't have that steadfastness. We're not resolute, we're not firm. The second we're free, we look to the phone, we look to the computer. In fact, it's become so addictive that not only do people spend all of their free time being lazy, they actually have become so lazy that they spend their busy time being lazy. It means they're lazy at work, they're lazy in their studies, they're lazy in the shop. So this wasn't free time. During their working time, they're lazy. They're so addicted to the screen that it's not just that they look at the cell phone, they're glued to the cell phone in their free time. No, they're glued to the cell phone when they're working. They're glued to the cell phone in their classroom. They're glued to the cell phone when they're teaching. Yes, always looking at the phone. Hmm? So this is a deep, devastating illness that a lot of us have fallen into. Now, of course, like I said in the beginning, as long as a person isn't doing anything haram while being lazy, the laziness itself isn't, strictly speaking, it's not haram. But it's crippling. So much lost opportunity. And this is why Allah SWT explained it clearly in the Quran. Who are the believers? What is the sign of mu'mineen? What is one of the signs of mu'mineen? That they stay away from all things that are love. So I'm going to translate that in a slightly different way tonight. They stay away from all the things that make them lazy. They stay love literally means to stay futile, pointless things. But when does a busy person can't do futile things? A busy person can't do pointless things. It's a lazy person. It's a person who is lazy. That goes for love. So love means they stay away from all lazy pastimes. Anything that keeps them lazy, makes them lazy, they stay away from all laziness. That's the sign of believers. But because our iman is so weak in terms of its strength, its quality, its depth, in terms of our identity as Iman, it becomes so weak. We have witnessed so much now that Muslims are lazy. In fact, the laziness is such a disease, it's crippling, that even though they have good intentions, they can't follow up on their intentions because they're lazy. Even though they want to do an action, they don't do it because they're lazy. They want to study ilm, they don't do it because they're lazy. They want to make zikr, they don't do it because they're lazy. Then it reaches the level of faraid. Now he said, and that's they want to pray, but they don't pray because they're lazy. Why didn't you pray Isha? Because I was lazy. Not any other reason. Just because I was lazy. Why didn't you get up? Because I was lazy. So the laziness then actually can end up in haram. And if a person sometimes, and we make a mistake, we take this lightly. We seem to think we give ourselves a very light, Reprimand on this. Then look, it's not like I missed a shah because I don't believe in praying. It's not like I missed a shah because I was doing some sin. It's not like I missed a shah because I was with someone. 
No, you lift us up because we're lazy. But that's also terrible. That's how, it's not just that we're lazy, we become so accepting of the laziness. We become tolerant of laziness. Otherwise, we're intolerant of so many things, but we're tolerant of laziness. This is acceptable for us. I can skip a prayer, but it's okay because I did it because I was lazy. I'm not doing well in my M class because I'm lazy. I don't do well in Zikr because I'm lazy. And this is also a hidden arrogance. It means that what the person is saying, that look, I could do Zikr wonderfully. I could excel in Zikr, but I just don't because I'm lazy. But otherwise, if I wasn't lazy, I'd be brilliant in Quran and brilliant in recitation and brilliant in Hadith and brilliant in Zikr. It's just because I'm lazy. And this is how we console ourselves. No, this is a very, very deep flaw. It's a deep mistake. This is a type of ujub. But our Messiah, ujub means in English, it's a type of vanity, a type of hidden conceit. <laughs> well, this laziness is a tremendous disease. That's why we often tell our friends that it's all about the first 72 hours. If you want to fight laziness, you have to fight it quickly. Like there's some diseases like that. They say that when you're diagnosed, you have to treat it within 72 hours. Otherwise, it's going to be very difficult. Otherwise, maybe you'll die. So laziness is like that. Means you come back from an umrah, nafs will try to make you lazy. You must fight that battle and win that battle within 72 hours. You come out of Ramadan, nafs will try to make you lazy. You must fight that battle within the first 72 hours. You end up having a vacation or semester break or annual vacation or holiday break. Within the first 72 hours of those holidays, it will be determined that will this time be a time of laziness and loss for you? You have to fight that battle and win that battle in the first 72 hours. So how to rid oneself of laziness? This is a major thing that the Shaykh of the Sulaf teach. This is what's called mujahada, making effort. But more importantly, the Shaykh motivate us. And you will find, in fact, all of these, you know, quote-unquote self-help speakers and motivational speakers, everything they do is actually, not everything, but many of the things they do is really very similar to what our Messiah do. They've understood they're also experts, but not taking their understanding from inspiration or revelation, but rather using their mind. they try to understand why are people lazy. How can we motivate them? How can we make them have positive thinking? They were trying to figure out from their mind everything that they know Sulullah already left us in the Sunnah. And they are, mashallah, uh, some of them have Allah has given, guided them to success. Allah has enabled them to reach success. And they get people out of the laziness. And then it's amazing that when you hear about those stories, that even the non-Muslim, even the non-Muslim who is able to get out of his laziness, they get so happy. And they write a big testimonial for that person, that oh, so-and-so's workshop, or so-and-so's lecture series, or so-and-so's books changed my life, and motivated me to get out of my laziness. Now when you think about it, then look, okay, that person, if they're not Muslim, so what must they be doing if they're no longer lazy? Maybe they're working more, making more money, right? What could they be doing? If not, they're doing more ibadah or more zikr, right? Or more dawah. They don't even believe us. 
but they find life so much more fulfilling when they're not lazy. Then imagine then how much more fulfilling the life of a believer would be. That believer who can get out of laziness. Because when a believer overcomes laziness, then it means he's able to make more ibadah, make more dawah, make more khidmat of being, get more ill. And that's infinitely more fulfilling. In other words, when the believer is busy, is working, what the believer does is infinitely more valuable than a non-believer does when the non-believer is busy in doing whatever they do in this world in terms of their pastime, their free time. So this laziness is a major, major disease. Another problem with laziness is it opens the door, makes a person susceptible to sin. Even if a person, again, insists that laziness itself is not strictly haram, but laziness softens the person so much that it, they're like putty in the hands of their nafs and shaitan. Means it becomes very easy for them to disobey Allah Subhanahu Very easy. It's more, very difficult for a busy, hardworking person to disobey Allah Taala, and very easy for a lazy person to disobey Allah Subhanahu Because when they're lazy, it means the nafs becomes strong, and the more lazy the nafs becomes, more strong. And the stronger the nafs becomes, the more likely they're going to sin. And secondly, the more lazy they are, the weaker the ruh becomes because they're lazy, so they're not doing the worship which strengthens the ruh. They're not doing the recitation, talawa, salah, nawasa, zikr, that strengthens the ruh. So then the ruh becomes weaker. So nafs is stronger, ruh is weaker. And the more lazy they are, the more the nafs gets stronger, the more ruh gets weaker. Then the laziness catches up with them and they end up in sin. The independent and we've observed this many times that this happens particularly to people like we said in the first 72 hours that the nafs attacks finally when the nafs is free from the surroundings the schedule the travel the beyond the sabah when the nafs is finally free from Ramadan or from Sheikh from Umrah when the nafs is finally free it attacks it attacks like they say in English, it attacks with a vengeance. It tries to make up. It tries to make a person be so lazy and miss out on so much worship that it averages out and balances those days of intention worship that they spent. So let's say somebody spends Ramadan intensely, the nurse battles back and tries to make that person go so low and so up that almost the Ramadan becomes canceled down. So this laziness is a very difficult and very dangerous, a very dangerous disease. Now, curing laziness is very difficult, especially the person who has been chronically lazy for years. And increasingly, the Muslims we meet in their 30s and 40s are suffering in this condition, that they spent their entire teens and their entire 20s lazy. And they've been lazy for 10 or 15, 20 years of their life. How to get rid of this habit? Ingrained habit. Hmm? Wasting time, losing time, not knowing time. So much that sometimes the days go by and a person should sometimes pause. So now, so now we talk about some cures for laziness. Number one, 
that a person should pause and reflect and think that how am I going to account for these days on the Day of Judgment? How do I just waste these days on the Day of Judgment? I have so many pages in my book of deeds that are already full of sin. I need it today badly. I need it right now, today. I need it yesterday. to be a page of good deeds to balance and offset those bad deeds. I just lost that opportunity. What's going to happen when Allah Sponsor asks me, oh, what did you do on that day? What were you doing on that weekend? How did you spend that holiday? How did you use that time? The person should pause and reflect. They should pause. means pause means they should stop what they're doing. Stop their internal dialogue with themselves, all of their thoughts, and they should think. And become scared of Allah SWT. They should try to feel it. Every moment as a missed opportunity. So this is the second key of living this time. Is that we have to learn to value our time. To do cover of our work. And it's, again, the whole system, economic system, is designed to make us forget this. That a person works day in and day out, and weekdays and weekends, and weekdays and weekends, and cycle after cycle after cycle. It makes a person almost numb to the passing of time. So much so that a person doesn't even realize. Most of us, we just amazed. It's already another year, 2015, 14 went fast, 13 went fast. People talk like that. Those who are more aware of their sickness, they will say the years are flying by. Those who are in denial, they say, oh, the days are flying by. But the point is, time is flying. Well, asri in the insan and asri khush. That's what I was saying. But just the passing of time. Means if it's lazy, just the passing of time is a loss for a person in love. Except for those people, in ladina amanu wa amilu salihat. Except those who are busy strengthening and feeling and enjoying their iman and who are busy doing a'mal, who are busy working, striving in good deeds. Otherwise, anybody else, if they're inactive, and this is another word they use, by the way, in the Bible, they call it inactivity. Inactivity, just being, sitting around, doing nothing. So that inactivity means you're not doing a'mal salih that inactivity is also a type of laziness. So the second thing is that a cure is that a person has to value their time. Feel that loss. Try to feel a sense of loss at the passing of time. To view every moment as an opportunity that is either gained or lost. The third cure for laziness is to make oneself active. And for some people, even physically active. This may be one of the many wisdoms behind the sunnah of exercise. And when a person is physically active a little bit in their life, has some level of physical activity, leads to physical fitness, that also helps cure the laziness. And you'll find often the people who are lazy, they have no aspect of exercise, fitness, no activity in their life. So they become inactive. When they become physically inactive, they become spiritually inactive. So to have some type of activity in one's life. The fourth year for laziness is to have good company. That concept of motivation. Yes, you shouldn't hold yourself to this artificially high standard that no, I should do it on my own. I should find the strength within. No. Allah Ta'ala has not taught this to us that we must only find the strength within. 
There must be strength within, but we should look for the strength without. We should learn from others, lean on others, be guided from others, be motivated by others. This is line of the Akrim, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, abdinu nasiha. All of deen lies in nasiha. In struggling, striving, attaining, achieving, accomplishing, success in deen lies in being motivated by other people's advice on nasiha. It's not going to happen on our own. You can't advise yourself. So it's a very important cure of laziness. And again, like I mentioned earlier, because we need this now. Because otherwise the media is there to give us nasiha. TV programs are there to give us nasiha. News pundits are there to give us nasiha. Billboards are ready to give us nasiha. Every single thing around us is trying to give us nasiha. We have to take our nasiha, our ta'seer, is we have to let ourselves be affected by deen. We need to be drowning deen, surrounded by deen, listening to deen, reading deen, writing about deen, sharing deen, reminding one another about deen, teaching deen. We must be in deen all the time. Deen on nasiha. But it's a very important activity. This is why a person should, in our mashai, they've taught us that we should try to encourage people, that everyone should try to study ilm. Just becoming a formal alim and mufti is a different thing than learning your deen, learning Qur'an al-Kareem, learning the hadith and sunnah of Sayyidina Rasulullah sallallahu to constantly put oneself in a circle of learning and a gathering of remembrance and spiritual teaching all the time, keep pushing oneself. And this particular thing, this point, this cure, is easier for women and more difficult for men. We've noticed that women are more willing to listen to beyond, to study being, to spend time. And men have a more stubborn laziness. Yes, if it's some special event or a shaykh is with them, they're willing to listen to a talk. But less men, very few men, listen to online talks, recorded talks, read the books of our Mashai. Less men do that. They're more stubborn. The nafs is more stubborn and they're more lazy. We rarely get complaints that women are addicted to computer and cell phone. But we have so many men who are addicted to computer and cell phone. More lazy. More lazy. It's strange. Because traditionally people would have thought that, okay, the men are in theory more busy. They have to work and earn. They're more active, more dynamic. They have to do more of the difficult tasks in society. But this is part of the aberration. This is also one of the signs of the end of time. When the Biyakarim, sallallahu gave this sign that the slave girl will give birth to her mistress. One of the ways that Ulama interpreted that was an upheaval of social order. And then another way to interpret it, even the more general way, was an upheaval of all natural order. It means everything will be reversed. So it means that those who are supposed to be the most active, the most dynamic, i.e. men, they have now become the most lazy. The most lazy, the most idle, the most futile the most in love, the most in fulun. So this is why the men need to get the very deep, intense tasawwuf, what we call ragra. Men need to be strongly disciplined by Mashai to get into a strong and stable and sustained regimen on their deen. So they fight that laziness. So this is a very important teaching. We unfortunately uh, were connected late on the program tonight, but this is a very important teaching, and this is a 
topics we will inshallah return to in the coming weeks but all of us we must make this effort to fight our laziness to make dua for one another that may Allah Ta'ala remove our laziness to make dua to Allah Ta'ala and beg Allah Ta'ala to remove laziness if you're too lazy to pray you feel lazy you feel tired force yourself sit on the masala you don't have wudu just sit there and make dua just sitting there and making dua will make you get up and make wudu and pray isha before you sleep you must fight this laziness you must view this laziness as an enemy and inshallah ta'ala if you keep trying keep struggling keep striving and you try to make use of some of these cures and you keep putting yourself in the company of teachings and you keep pushing and you keep reminding inshallah ta'ala will bring us out of our laziness Allah Ta'ala make each and every one of us firm on our deen, strong in deen, steadfast in deen, motivated in deen, dynamic in deen. May He enable us to work and strive for our deen as much as all the materialists strive for the dunya. May He make us work and strive for our deen as much as all the world athletes try to excel in their sport. May He make us strive for our deen as much as all the millionaires and billionaires work for the money. May he make us dedicated and devoted and devout in our deen. Wa'afidha'ana. And alhamdulillahi rabbil alamin.